Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Book Journeys Radio. I am Angela Loria, the author incubator. And every week on Book Journeys, we talk to another author about their experience writing their first book. And um, we have with us today, I'm super excited about this topic. It is one that is near and dear to my heart. We've got Tom Grissel. He is the author of Turbocharged, Accelerate Your Fat-Burning Metabolism, Get Lean Fast, and Leave Diet and Exercise Rules in the Dust. Um, which I love. It is January 3rd, 2013, and if you are like many people, uh, turbocharging your diet is on your list of things to do, you can go to uh, www.turbochargeddiet. There's two Ds there, so it's turbochargeddiet.com, and learn more about Tom as we are talking. Um, Tom, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Well, Angela, thanks for having me on. So I consider myself a weight loss expert. I have lost 100 pounds five times because once wasn't enough to, for me. I like to keep repeating this process. Um, well, you're not alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, But tell me about your book. Tell me about Turbocharged and, um, and why, you, why you decided to write it and what, what's it about. Well, the reason why we decided to write it is my sister Diane and I had have always, uh, she's got a Ph.D. in nutrition. She's also a, a clinical um, hypnotherapist. And both of us always had this, um, this passion for and curiosity with, you know, figuring out uh, health and wellness and weight loss. And so... We were always comparing notes, and we always wanted to work on a project together. Um, we we both had two different occupations, and the uh, we we discovered not discovered, but we finally we we had put together uh, the TurboCharge program over a period of years. Uh, we were convinced it worked. We experimented on our family and friends, and nice. then and that and that group of people expanded even more. And then everybody was encouraging us to write a book, and so the the time finally was right, and we just decided, okay, that's that's what we're going to do. We're going to put it down on paper, and you know, and then we had to decide, you know, what direction we want. We knew what we wanted to write, but we weren't sure which direction we wanted to take it or how we wanted to present it. And so, let me ask you. I know you're a wellness coach. Were you a wellness coach at the at the time you decided to write your book? Well, you know, the answer to that is no. Most of my friends would have considered me a wellness coach, among other things. Um, but no, I had I have a very varied background. Um, I had a, uh, a nutritional supplement business back in the late 80s while I was working for a large utility, gas and electric utility on the East Coast. In 1996, I got very tired of doing that and started a uh, uh, got into the securities business, started a small investment bank with a, a good friend of mine, moved to California and did that for 16 years. Uh, until I was just tired of doing that and and looking and looking for some sort of a new project. And was weight loss something that you personally experienced? How 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 did that 
become your new direction because that's a long way from uh, the world of investing. Well, that's true. That's true. But I always, while I was younger, I always, although I never really participated in high school sports, I was always uh, very active. Uh, I did running, biking, triathlons, things like that. And even during that time, uh, I can remember when I was doing, uh, participating in triathlons on a regular basis, um, you know, I had people say to me, wow, you know, what's it like to be in that kind of, you know, in that kind of shape? And interestingly enough, I guess I don't, I'm not really consider myself a perfectionist, but I always had questions about why I wasn't in better shape. Mm. Um, and whether what I was doing was was really the uh, the healthiest the healthiest thing for people, so you know I was one of those people who you know actually really liked to read uh, you know scientific research on uh, you know either studies and fat loss and things like that. And then when I got into the investment banking business, I was fortunate that most of the companies that we uh, that we worked with were drug development and biotechnology companies. So I actually got to see how scientists and researchers look at the body. They look at the body in a different way. Uh, from it's, it's, it's a different approach to things. But in spending a lot of time with them, I got, to, I got to understand how they looked at things, and it gave me insights into, uh, you know, into, into, into physiological uh, keys that I thought were keys uh, in the body to to answer questions that I had. Hmm. And when you decided to write the book, and I know part of the inspiration here, which I love, I haven't talked to an author with uh, kind of who is inspired by the idea of working with a friend or a family member. In your case, I love that. Um, but was part of it to build a business? Uh, you, know, build, you know, establish an expertise kind of thing. You know, yes, it was. We, you know, we, I, we both felt that we had the expertise. We knew we had a, an extremely simple uh, system. We just distilled everything down. Uh, the things, that, you know, figured out what frustrates people, how our bodies work, and why most people can't do it. But it wasn't just about losing weight. It was more about being uh, healthy at the same time. There's a lot of unhealthy ways to, you know, to lose weight. I've done so, all of them. I can yeah, list them exactly. out for you. <laughs> right, and you're not and you're not alone. And so uh, we knew we we knew we had all that. But when we started, once we started, my sister and I are both we we we, we you know we just love to think about things, and we constantly you know we would have okay, well you know we can. We started to think about you know new you know follow on books, follow on uh, helping products. For you know, for the turbocharge program. I mean, there are no special meals or supplements or gym memberships uh, or strenuous exercise even required. So really, people only need to buy the book. But then people wanted you know recipes, so we did a recipe book, and and people you know and people wanted to understand more. Or we we really wanted to explain more about the uh, the uh, the mental. Uh, conscious and subconscious mind, my sister being a hypnotherapist and me having a lot of experience with it over the years, you know, then we did an expansion on step eight of the book, which is uh, the turbocharged mind, uh, which is eliminating bad habits through through hypnosis, which is basically self-hypnosis. Mm. So we had that, mm-hmm. and we did audio, and then we did these audio uh, downloads for, you know, self-hypnosis. And we got a whole laundry list of 
uh, of things that we wanted to do. We actually, um, and this was this was one of the one of our big coups, I would say. We actually got turbocharged. Uh, trademark. This is a registered trademark for, wow. us now, for, for everything for everything that has to do with diet and nutrition and metabolism and things like that. Not for supplements, wow. but, but we don't. But we don't deal in supplements um, and have no intention in dealing with supplements. Um, and so, yes. Yeah, so what we were trying to do is we were trying to build a. Uh, you know what we envisioned was a turbocharged franchise, and in order to protect the name. Uh, which we've had to defend a few times along the line. Uh, we, you know, we wanted, we wanted, uh, you, you know, we wanted our own, you know, registered trademark for a name. In retrospect, so we might I, have, I, we I, might I, have picked. <laughs> in retrospect, we might have picked something different than turbocharged. It would have been something a little bit more diet related, but it all worked out in the end. Yeah. Well, I want to point out a few things to people that are listening um, that I think are really key. The first thing I want everyone to hear is that you've mentioned a couple times that you have a system, a process, a methodology. You've mentioned that it's repeatable, that you tested it. Those are all really key things to establishing credibility that a lot of times authors miss the first time out. Um, And so I love that. The second thing is just the brandability of turbocharge. Now, it might not be the perfect choice. You might have, you know, questions or second guessing, but the fact that you committed to something really makes it much easier to get the word out about your book and also for just for people listening to have that bite-sized chunk of information to say, oh, they're the turbocharged people. Yes. Um, so I think that's, those are some really powerful lessons that a lot of people don't necessarily get right out of the gate. Um, do you think, should I just give your sister credit? Because I'm sure it's all her idea. Um, <laughs> but do you think your business experience, how did you get that right? Did you have a coach? How did you know that? Most people don't know that stuff. You know what? That, that's, that, goes from, that, goes from, that goes from years of business experience, being, you know, both my sister and I building our own businesses and understanding that nothing gets built. You know, most people will under, even when it comes to diet or anything else, I would say that most people underestimate what they can, overestimate what they can accomplish in the short term, but underestimate what they can accomplish in the long term. You know, everybody wants quick results, and then when they don't come, they don't get frustrated. But it's like compound interest. If you keep on working at something long enough, and you have some sort of a plan, and you keep working your plan, things come, you know, things come to you. Um, You know, my sister and I, uh, you know, have both done very well in our individual businesses um, just with that formula of of just, you know, sticking with it, staying on, you know, staying on the program, staying on track, you know, with our business goals day after day after day, even when, you know, nothing was happening. Uh, you know, I would still be at, you know, when I was in the investment banking business, that was a totally new business for me coming out of the utility business. But, you know, I just, I just, you know, started working, just stayed focused on it and put in the time uh, and it paid off. And that's, that's pretty much the business that allows me to, you know, to, uh, to be an author nowadays. I'm kind yeah, of fortunate okay. that I didn't need to make that I didn't need to to you know to I didn't need the book to make money immediately. Mhm. And I think too uh the thing to note there is even if your goal isn't necessarily to have 
an entire business around your book, which for some people it is, for some people it isn't. Everybody I work with that writes a book wants people to read it and find it. And so I think mm-hmm. some of the lessons you're sharing here are the keys to um, the keys to people actually having their voice heard, which ultimately at some level as authors, that's our goal. I mean, we've, we've learned something, we have something to share, and we think we can make a difference. People have to listen, and these are some of the ways, um, yeah. you know, to get people to listen. Yeah, because you really have to you really have to love what you're doing. You know, we I I've actually I was actually not a writer by trade, so it was, you know, but I knew what I wanted to get across, so I learned to be a good writer. You know, we write I was mm-hmm. writing five five blog articles a week also for the first year and a half almost. So that was a lot of writing. So I got a lot of practice, you know, and became, you know, a disciplined, you know, a disciplined writer. But you really have to, you, you know, you, 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 if you're going to write books, um, you know, unless you're already a famous personality, uh, you have right. to really want to, you know, write the book and understand going into it that, that most books don't make any money and that you really need to, and that you really need to do a lot, of, that you're really going to need to do a lot of work if you really, if, to promote your book, if you want to, no matter how good it is. No matter how good it is, you know, overnight successes are like winning the lottery. So yeah. it takes, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot of, it's, it's a grind that goes with it. And so, you know, if you really don't like what, you, if you really don't like what you're doing, you know, it'll just, uh, it'll, it'll, it'll become more of a, more of a, more of a chore than anything else. All right. Well, Tom, you're making this sound really easy, um, <laughs> but now tell me, what do you wish that you knew before you wrote your book? What 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 lessons did you have to learn the hard way? Oh, there were a bunch of them. One of them was is the title. You know, we talked a little bit about that. We, yeah. you know, we were convinced that we didn't want the word diet. We thought about calling it the turbocharged diet, but you know, there are sixty-seven thousand diet books out there, and you know, and we were convinced that you know, turbocharged was a lifestyle. It was a super healthy thing, and we were going to create all this army of turbochargers out there. And so, you know, we just stuck with turbocharged. And so, um, and although we got, you know, we have a good, uh, you know, I think that, the, you know, the subtitle is good. It probably could have been better. And, um, you know, when and you're going, I know what you're talking about, but I'm going to jump in. When you're saying good, what what are you talking about? What's good versus bad? Mm. Well, that's a very good, that's very good. The... You know, for the most part, it depends on how you promote it. But let's just say your book is sitting on, you know, on a bookstore shelf. Tom? Oh, I think we've dropped Tom. And I'm going to hope that he uh, calls back in. But while we are waiting for him to call back in, um, I am going to give my two cents on that when it comes book titles, um, I think Tom was talking about on a bookstore shelf, uh, connecting with somebody who's looking for your title. Um, and I think that's really key. But I also think um, even outside of bookstores, you want to be thinking about uh, search engine optimization. So what will people search on? And I'm going to call up his title again. It's Turbocharged. Nobody's going to search on that. 
And then we have accelerate your fat-burning metabolism. So I would start by saying, do people type in accelerate your fat-burning metabolism or fat-burning metabolism? Uh, maybe, maybe. Those are tricky. Get lean fast. That's something people search, get lean fast. Leave diet and exercise rules in the dust. Now, here there's a phrase that I think is interesting. Uh, it's the phrase, diet and exercise rules. That's part of his title is leave diet and exercise rules in the dust. People may search the term diet and exercise rules. Uh, so I think that he, um, in his book, definitely has um, some keyword phrases in there. Um, my, from an SEO perspective, my favorite weight loss book title is Brooke Castillo's If I'm So Smart, Why Can't I Lose Weight? And one of the reasons um, that that is my favorite uh, title is the phrase lose weight because that is a phrase that people search. Uh, we yep. do have Tom back now. Tom, I've been, I've been talking about uh, SEO and the ability to find a title based on keywords that people search. Yes. Um, and I think you were talking about in-store, um, maybe connecting with a specific problem, like is this book going to solve the problem I have today? Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think yeah. those are key things to think about. People try and be clever, mm -hmm. um, and clever is great, but people don't go to Google and search clever phrases. They search problems, Correct. and they're looking for solutions. Correct. Correct. Absolutely. You know, and that's why, and, and you know, and I was going to say, when you go into a bookstore, you expect the book to look a certain way. When you, you know, when you, um, well, you know, that was, that, you know, that, that was just, that's just one, one thing. When we, when we come out with the, with the uh, updated version, it's going to have a different cover. It will still be ah, turbo. Tell me, tell me about the cover itself. Because I know that you feel like there's some cover design things that you wish you knew before you wrote your book. Well, you know what? People look at people take a look at turbocharged, and we've got kind of this avant-garde kind of swishy little kind of line that goes with it. We knew what kind of colors we wanted to go with. It's mostly a white book. You know, turbocharged is in uh, is spelled with a capital C in the word, so it's capital T U R B O C H A R G E D. And you know, it's one the turbo is red, and and char and charged is black, and you know, and we've got this. Thing, you know, there's no food. You know, most people, unless they started to read the um, subtitle, wouldn't even would never know it was mm. a diet book. They'd think it was a car mm. book. You know, and on top right. of that, you know, you read the sub. You know, you read the subtitle. Even even our subtitle, although it explains the book, um, is you know, is somebody might say, well, what exactly what exactly does that mean? You know, so we probably could have come up with a better, you know, we could have just said, you know, eight simple steps to rapid fat loss. And then all of a sudden somebody would look at it and say, oh, I understand what that means. Mm-hmm. So, right. so, you know, that, you know, as far, you know, as far as just, the, you know, it's just, I think the cover, the cover design of the book, um, you know, obviously your title, but then your subtitle right after that makes, you know, makes, makes a big difference. And let's talk about marketing because clearly as a business person, you had a lot of experience more than many many of the authors that I work with as a book coach. Um, you definitely had, um, you know, more experience than a lot of people do. What 
what do you think that you wish you knew about book marketing? Well, you one of the one of the one of the things is that it's easy to spend money. And so <laughs> it's a lesson just, I learn every day. <laughs> yeah, it's easy it's easy to spend money and you know, and a fool and his money are soon parted. And you know, everybody thinks that, you know, a lot of you know, the internet is great, but everybody thinks that if they just come up with a formula, people are gonna find them and just buy their book on the internet. So, you know, they you know, so they are so they focus on that. Or um, you know, a lot of the calls that you get will be from people who say, Hey, I love your book, but you know, I looked at your website and I looked at this and I can really you know, I can really help you do a lot of stuff, uh, you know, for about five or ten thousand dollars a month. And, you know, and the truth of the matter is, is most of those people don't end up paying for themselves. So it's one of the things that I noticed is that where we got our best results from were from uh, radio spots, from doing interviews like this. Um, and people, you know, and I would, and, and authors should, you know, should spend their time, uh, you know, doing those kind of things. You know, contacting local bookstores, you know, volunteer to come in for a couple of hours and talk about your book, things like that. But things that uh, that are, you're still going to have to spend money to promote your book. But but there are so many uh, so many different things that you can do that are actually you know cost efficient. You know, getting on TV that was great, but you know if you have to drive all over to radio to t- television stations for a very short piece, which is all you're going to get in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do, you know, you could sit in your house in your pajamas and do, you know, 10 radio interviews a day. And mm-hmm. so, and reach a lot more people. So, you know, those were, you know, trying to figure out what, you know, the best way to promote. My, I should tell you and let the listeners know that my sister's business was uh, uh, investor relations and public relations for um, small micro cap companies. That's what mm-hmm. that's, that's what her business was. So you know when we when we decided to write the book, w- right from day one, we were going to use her PR expertise to help promote Turbocharged. And so you know our first website was 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 okay. Um, but it had a little bit too many pictures of us and not enough other stuff. So along the line, you know, we we revised the website, found, you know, a reasonable, you know, website designer to help us uh, correct the kind of things. We got a lot of feedback. As we were always looking for feedback, we never got offended by people – by people, you know, telling us things. I've got a whole file. That's my, my Jack Canfield, my favorite Jack Canfield quote. Exactly. Feedback is the breakfast of champions. Oh, it actually, I always it actually, think of him whenever I no, get feedback. Yeah. I'm like, here we go, bring it, bring it. No, you, you know, you're, and we can talk about as we as we go through the interview. There's, there's some of your other talking points. There's, there's other places where it comes in, but you know, I keep a file of, you know, every good review, bad review, every suggestion that people have sent so that when we do the, you know, the the updated version of Turbocharged, um, and I have things that, you know, just in my own head that I would change, um, I'm going to pull out that file and, yeah. and, 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 make, and, make those, and make those changes. So... So okay, let's do let's do this. One of my favorite things, and this actually comes from all of my weight loss experience, 
Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite things is to talk about before and afters. Mm-hmm. And so let's talk about for you, what has been the before and after story of becoming an author? What's some of the best stuff to come out of, of having your book in your hands and available for sale and all that good stuff? Okay, well, one of the best things, and probably something that people don't really think about, is that anybody who's actually got a business that wants to establish themselves as some sort of an expert should write a book on their expertise. Because what I found is that once you have a book, you are an expert. Uh, you are considered an expert on your, on your particular topic that you wrote your book on. So one of the things that I've found is that, you know, I am now Turbo Tom, uh, you know, I am, you know, people, and I don't I don't make up these names. I mean, you know, when people call right. me, you well, know. Right, well, that's what I said, the turbocharged guys. As soon as I saw your title, I had in my head all my interviews with the turbocharged guy. And when we got on the phone, I actually called you Ted because yeah. I had, I just had turbocharged in my head. And it sticks there, which is a huge before and after moment. Right. And because I have so many people now on the Internet, you know, if you were to go, well, it's, it's, it's kind of getting ahead, but you know, I have all these people who refer to me as, you know, like a weight loss and wellness guru, okay? And I never, you know, I never really set out to become that, but now I am an expert. So the the point of that is that you don't necessarily make a lot of money with books. I mean, if you're selling millions of copies, that's true, and you become a best-selling author, that's true. But for the most part, depending upon how you do it, you know, you're making a few to anywhere from, you know, anywhere from two to uh you know, let's just call it ten dollars per book, depending upon what approach you take. However, mm-hmm. you can, and my sister Diane learned this early on when I told you that she wrote books mostly as promotional material that she would hand out to clients to establish herself as the expert that she really is. But it just seems that when you are an author, particularly a published author, uh, people you know, treat you differently, and they look at you differently. And so the best part of that is there's, once you have a book, you can do coaching. You can, because uh, you're an expert at in your field, so you can coach in your field. You can do speaking engagements in your field, and you can use your book as sort of kind of a business card to, you know, for other for other. Uh, for you know, for other, let's just call it uh, so let's, streams of. Let's, yeah. let's make it specific to you, though. What's a before mm-hmm. and after? What's something that happened to you? One thing that happened because you have a book. Without uh, a book, see. you would not have had what result? Okay. Well, without a book, I would not have had income that comes in every single month <laughs> from this book. Without okay, everyone will take that. That's a nice one. <laughs> right? Without without the book, I wouldn't have, uh, you know, an email box full of people, you know, just telling me how wonderful I am and how wonderful my sister is for writing the book. Without the book, I wouldn't be able to charge the same kind of money that I charge to do personal mm. coaching. And by the way, and by the way, people don't people don't understand this, and it's an important point. Everything that anyone needs to learn they can learn by buying my book and reading it. However, there are a certain amount of people out there who have more money than they know what to do with and will pay you or me for our expertise. Yeah, and I mean, frankly, the book, um, you know, I've read, I think, every weight loss book, but my, Mm -hmm. my favorite weight loss book, 
you know, I read it and I followed everything in it, but because I felt so close to that author because she really, you know, touched me and spoke a language that really worked for me, I wanted to hire her and I was spending a thousand dollars a month for more than a year for the opportunity to work with her, mm-hmm. not uh, not not because I had $1,000 a month burning a hole in my pocket, but because I saw her expertise as valuable and, and something that would change my life. That's right. And a, so book, it, and it, a book makes you that much more credible. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we've only got about 90 seconds left. So in that time, what I'd love for you to do is talk to somebody. Many of my listeners have wanted to write a book for a long time. And for whatever reason, they haven't been able to meet that goal. Time or life or whatever gets in the way. So if you could give them one piece of advice uh, to reach their goal in 2013 of writing a book, what, mm-hmm. what would that be? That piece of advice would be to commit to sitting down and writing one, maybe two crappy pages a day. And what I mean by that, and what I mean by that is to, if you if you're th- always thought about writing a book, you always have a topic. If you don't have a topic, you have to think about what you're going to write about. But most people have a topic and they say, you know, I should write a book about this. And they just never sit down and do it because it seems like a daunting task. Most books you don't have to write in order. So you can sit down and just start writing on whatever topic. You can come up with an outline and say, okay, I'm going to write about this today. And the truth of the matter is, is, your one or two pages may not be that good. However, you can, the next day you write two more pages, the next day you write two more pages, the next day you write two more pages, and it doesn't take much time at all. Once you discipline yourself to do that, before you know it, you know, half a year goes by, you've got 300 pages. And that's a good start for a book, even if you have to, even if you have to start you know, going back, rewriting it, trashing it, putting it all together. You know, there's a lot of organization, and a book is a big project. But if you take it a couple of pages at a time, and they don't have to be masterpieces, and, and go from that approach, um, you will, you know, you'll do very well. And a, and a writing well, coach Tom, will help. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tom Purcell, great advice. Turbochargeddiet.com. Appreciate your time and wish you all the best of luck in 2013. Well, Angela, same to you. And you could call me any time for free weight loss, fat loss. We concentrate on fat loss for free advice anytime you want. Awesome. Thanks, Tom. Have a great new year. Bye-bye.